When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This podcast is sponsored by flashfilmacademy.com. If you're into photography, filmmaking, or video production, FlashFilmAcademy.com is an online training platform designed to help you monetize your passion. There's a ton of information online to help you capture a better image, but there's only one place you need to go if your goal is to make a living doing what you love. Enroll today to get three free courses. FlashFilmAcademy.com. It's time to turn your passion into profit. Before we even get started with the podcast, I want to introduce something new to you. If you're tired of missing these live streams or missing videos, we have a new service where we can text you when we go live or launch a new video. All you got to do is text Flash Film to 74121. That's one word, Flash Film to 74121. All right, let's get started. Well, hello there. Today, we're going to talk about how to pick a hot niche. It's a little bit of a trick question. I'm not going to lie to you. It's a little bit of a trick question, but you know, I like to punch you in your throat all day and night. I like to bring it. I like to make you think about stuff. So today we're going to make you think about what's even a hot niche. But first, what we're going to do is we're going to roll these graphics because you know how we get down. We got to roll the graphics. We got to let the new people know what they're watching. I'm going to ask you to do two things while we're rolling these graphics. One, I'm going to ask you to hit that like button. Two, I'm going to ask you to post where you're from. Let's start there. Let's do it. You're listening to Content and Cash, a Flash Film Academy podcast. If you want to learn how to take pretty pictures, this is not the place. But if you're ready to make a living by learning the business behind the camera, buckle up because it's time to turn passion into profit with your host, Ty Turner. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? If this is your first time on this channel, this channel right here is designed to help you turn your passion into profit. We're not one of them channels that's going to help you Photoshop your girlfriend and make her look all good or ladies help you Photoshop your man and give him some muscles, a six pack. It ain't even that season. It's big fella season coming. It's getting cold anyway. What you need to do is Photoshop a stomach on him. That's what you need because he look like he need to eat. This channel is designed to help you understand the business side of content creation. So that you can go and get that bag. My name is Ty. I'm a former Army combat photographer, the owner of Flash Film Media. And I am here to help you understand the business so that you can take that camera you got for Christmas and make some money with it. All right. So that's what we're going to talk about today. Today, we're talking about picking a hot niche. What's a fire niche? I got all my people popping in from Louisiana. I hope you all safe down there. Cali, Let's give some love to people. Sweden, got to show love to my international players. Much love over in Sweden. I'll be over there one day, one day, 
Colorado in the house. Make sure y'all hit that hit that like button. We'll post that there. But what I want to talk about is I want to talk about the idea of picking a hot niche with something that's fire, that's going to work, that's going to make money, that's going to do well for you. And there is a trick. It's a trick question. So with a trick question is a trick answer. Listen, to be good in any niche, I really got to say that what you need to do is you need to love what you're shooting, love what you're talking about so that you can have the conversations you need to have with professionals in that area so they value what you bring to the table. Let me say it again. Got to shout out the D. That's where we're from. Um, you need to love what you're doing. You need to love what you're doing enough to have an intelligent conversation with the business owner so that they know you bring value. You can't do this if you're just chasing money. You can't do this if you're just chasing money. It won't happen. You you have to um, understand the industry enough so that you can be intelligent. You can speak intelligently about it if you want to maximize the value that you offer to a client. Right. Let me make sure I post this because a lot of people asking about it. There you go. You can listen to this on the podcast as well. So you want to make sure that the niche you pick is a few things. One, most importantly, it's something you love, like you live, you can talk about it, you think about it, you understand it, you're up to date on the news and latest trends. You are in that area. If you chase a dollar, you will never be able to offer the level of value that somebody who loves this will. Why is that important, Ty? Who, who cares? Why is that important? Because business owners know when they're being BSed. Business owners are BSed on a daily from people trying to sell stuff. You know instantly when somebody come up to you talking photography, videography, you know instantly when they don't know what they're talking about. You know instantly. Like, they say two things and you're like, okay, man, I got this 70 to 300 F 6.3. It's the best lens I ever used in my life. I use it indoors, outdoors. F6.3 indoors. Okay. I'm going to let you, uh, I'm not going to wake you. I'm going to let you sleep. It's real important that when you pick your niche, first things first is something that you love. You got to make sure it's something that you love. You won't be able to keep up. You won't be able to survive. You won't be able to understand. You won't be able to talk, communicate. You won't be able to walk into a dentist or a dental office and make them feel like you know what you're talking about. Remember, we just don't shoot pictures no more. We're content creators. Remember, we we want to add value to their business. To do that, we need to understand how their business operates, the way their business work, who is their target audience, what they do for a living. I can't sell you nothing if I don't understand what you do. I'm not valuable to you if I don't understand what you do well. So to be valuable to your client, you need to have that information. You need to go into that business and make them say, I never thought about that when it comes to my own business. I, You know what? You got me. I never thought about that. Now you become valuable. A lot of guys are trying to offer them video. 
you don't really understand what they do or photography. You don't understand what they do enough to know if you're if what you're offer, offering is valuable or not. Y'all just guessing. Y'all wishing in your mind in your simple mind. I got to point the finger at you. You think you know everything there is to know about the niche you're trying to go in and you don't. That's why they're not biting off what you're talking about. That's why they're not calling you back because you haven't provided a true value proposition. It's not valuable to them. You don't know enough about their business to offer something of value. You can't sell lenses to, to photographers if you don't know about photography because this F6.3 60 to 300 millimeter that you think is the greatest thing since sliced bread that you got priced for $5,000 over here that is terrible on the edges is is blurry on the edges is it's uh you know it's terrible in the middle it's sharp in one little spot the 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 focus ring is on the wrong side of the, of the zoom ring the the aperture is triple clicked with a safety button you it's not valuable to them. You haven't learned enough about photography to understand what's valuable to that client. That's why every business you do business with is always asking for information. They always got surveys. They're always trying to learn what's valuable to you so that they can provide that. Now, for you to be successful in your niche, you have to have one that you give a damn enough about to learn about the industry so that you can provide value. That is why I tell you to get a beta client. That is why I tell you to get a beta client to test that before you go to market with something that you want to price at $20,000 and don't nobody want it. Nobody care. Nobody asks for it. So to make sure you have something that is in demand, you want to make sure you have beta clients. There's a reason why companies that specialize in data do so well in 2021, right? They know what you want. Google know what you're searching for. That's why every time they got a bunch of home runs because they know where you're looking. Facebook know where you're looking, what you're searching for, what you use, what you don't. Sears has no idea. That's why they're not around. They can just look at sales numbers. They don't know if you bought it for you, your daughter, is it a gift? They have no idea. They don't know what's bringing you in the store. They just pumping out everything. They're trying to sell to everybody. Walmart, they, that's the home of the price shopper. They know you're there for low prices. That's why the moment you walk in the door, you see roll off prices and all the stuff that's on sale because they know you're there for that. They live for a lower price and price shoppers, but they have the scale to buy items, to buy more than anybody else so they get it at a lower price. So it works for them. You can't compete with that. You don't have the ability to buy things at a scale large enough to offer it at a price that beats Walmart and still make a profit. That's how they'll put other companies out of business. Mom and pop shop can only afford to buy 300 hammers at a time. Walmart just bought 1.2 million hammers for their 3000 stores. They can get it at 30 cents a hammer. Mom and pop getting 300 is paying $2 and 80 cents a hammer. Now Walmart got hammers on sale for a dollar fifty. Mom and pop shop can't compete with that. Even if they set them at a dollar fifty, they're going out of business. They can't compete with that. Don't try to be the price shopper. Don't or don't try to be the the company that competes on price. Compete on value. 
The only thing the mom and pop shop can do is sell a better hammer. Yeah, that hammer's $1.50, but it's trash. This hammer's better. Let me tell you why. It's going to last you twice as long. So you can buy two of those in the next year and spend $3, or you can spend $2.75 here and get a, get a hammer that'll last you twice as long that's made from better materials. That's the only thing they can do to, to compete with that. They're going to lose people that just want a cheap hammer. That's cool. Go on over there. I don't want to deal with that customer service. I don't want to deal with that headache. My goal is not to sell to a lot of people. My goal is to sell a lot to a few people. As a small company, it helps you grow when you can sell a lot to a few people because now you don't have 20 jobs a month you're trying to balance, 20 different clients you got to worry about customer service and getting money from and delivering and 20 different videos you got to you got to edit house and hold and save on hard drives. Nope. Give me two $10,000 clients this month that I can focus on and I can provide quality to. You do that by understanding what they do and providing value to them because what's valuable to one person is not valuable to the next. That's what you got to keep in mind. So to pick a hot niche, it one starts with what you love to do because you got to talk about this. Remember this up here? Canon, Nikon, Sony can't help you with that. They can't help you with making money right in that area. This will help you. Books, courses, stuff you can learn. This. That's the number one thing you need to invest in when picking a niche, right? Number two is the beta client. It's going into that beta client and having developing the relationship with them so that you can sharpen or, or create a product that's better than what you've just guessed. Now, let me say this also, because I get a lot of people who go into a beta client, the beta client say no, they come back and they change the niche. They go into a beta, another beta client. The beta clients say no. They come back and they change the niche. Just like most of your relationships, the problem isn't always the other person. The problem is probably you. If you go into a client and you try to get them as a beta client and they say no, don't you change that niche. It ain't the niche. It's you. Your delivery was bad. And if you keep changing niches, you'll never understand One, you'll never be good at sales. Two, you'll never understand the industry, right? If you fail, what do I tell you? Fail forward. Always fail forward. Notate what you went in there and said. Notate your body language. Notate the shirt you wore, the time of day, how you walked up to the client. Tweak it. Try it again. A majority of you learning business and being successful is going to be you failing, you tweaking, you trying it again. If that's going to be a part of it, I want you to get the mentality of you going to walk in, it's going to be a home run, right? I want you to change how you think about that. I want you to change how you think about that. I got your message. Here we go. 15% off. There you go. I want you to change how you think about that. A good day is learning from failure. A bad day is just walking in and getting one sale. That's not a good day. Get that out of your mind. Get a home run at bat every time as a good day. It's not. It's a, it's an okay day. It's not saying it's a bad thing, but enjoy the failure, right? Because the failure is going to make you better. If you get it right the first time and don't get it right after that, you're going to keep doing what you did the first time thinking that's it. You just got lucky. If you fail and you understand why you failed, you can make the changes you need to create the process and the system 
that will allow you to have more successful days. Failures are important. Do not think that you're going to do something perfect the first time. It's not going to happen. You're going to do things that's a failure and that's fine. Learn from it. Right. Even let me tell you an area where people don't think about like that you will have failure. I got a car that I'm working on hooking it up. There is stuff I bought for that car that when I got it on the car, I was like, "Mm, this ain't it, chief. I don't want to do this. Let me sell that. I'm going to go buy something else. And people like you just bought. You just bought a new hood, a spoiler. What you mean? You don't, I wasn't feeling it. I rode around with it for a month. Just wasn't crazy about it. I want to go in a different direction. But you spend money to, yeah, yeah, I'm spending money to go where I want to go, to get it the way I want to get it. It's, that's just the cost. That's just the cost of getting it right. You won't always get it right. So it's very important that you think about you think about that. There's going to be some loss, some skin. When they say skin in the game, that's losing. You're losing skin to get in the game. There's a loss. But learn from that loss. Don't sit around here and fail and don't know why you failed. Don't sit around here and keep doing the same thing over and over again and you don't understand why it's not working. Don't sit around here and keep bumping your head on the same thing. Don't be that guy. There's a difference between somebody who learned from their failures somebody who don't we all know the definition of insanity it's doing that same thing over and over again expecting different outcomes different results so when you go talk to a, you try to get a beta client and for those who don't know what a beta client is we got a whole course designed to go into detail on how to pick a niche beta clients and everything we post that there because people are gonna ask me well, where, what course should i start off with that's the course you should start off with But when you go talk to that beta client, I don't care if you talk to three and they all say no. You need to understand why they said no. You need to figure that out. That's going to help you be better. It's going to help you close more sales because think about it. And let me be real. He go a throat punch. Let me put my brass knuckles on. Let me go ahead and let you get a shot of that real quick. I can cut up, put my brass knuckles on because we're about to punch you in your throat on this one. You ready? You sitting down? Okay, listen, if you can't get a free client, what make you think you're going to get a paid client? If you can't convince somebody that you're going to do some form for free, you're not ready to convince somebody to pay you to do it. Let me say that again, because I don't y'all y'all looking at y'all phones, but y'all ain't looking at y'all phones. If you can't convince somebody. To work for free. What make you think you're worth the two, three thousand dollars you're asking for for a shoot? The only 4K you're going to get is going to come through your camera. It's going to be your quality, your image quality. The only 4K you're going to have is going to be right on the side of your camera. That's why you need to work on that. That that that's why you need to invest in this. Because you can't get people to work for you for free, work with you for free. But you want to charge people? You think they're going to be more willing to work with you because there's a price attached to it? Oh, they're going to feel like you're valuable because you cost more. Because you've been hanging out with friends that will spend more money on a t-shirt because it's $400 and say Gucci than the friends that'll buy a regular t-shirt. Oh, you've been hanging out with them guys. 
or who who value each other based off how much money they spending on dumb stuff. Them your people? Okay, cool. That's why you feel like that. Business people don't feel like that. That's why you can go look at Bill Gates and not name a, a designer or a shirt he got on. He got on Walmart clothes. That's why you can go look at Warren Buffett and he's worth billions and he still drive a 2007 Cadillac. But your friends like to go spend dumb amounts of money they don't have just to come in front of you and say, you ain't up on this. You don't know nothing about this. Okay. Business don't work like that. Let me wake you up because business ain't working like that. Them them business owners who want to do business with you, they want to make investments. They don't want to buy anything from you. They want to make an investment. And if you're not providing value, you're not a, you're not an investment. They don't want to buy anything. They want to invest in something. So if you don't know what you're talking about, you're more of a gamble than even a purchase. You know, we're near an investment. You're just a gamble. I'm not going to gamble with my business. And most business owners got to where they are by not gambling on their business. Now, there's a difference between an investment and a pure and, and, and a gamble. Real business owners don't gamble. We'll make an investment, but we won't gamble. An investment is something that it may pay off. It may not. But there is a great chance that it'll pay off. A gamble is a wish. When you pull that slot machine, it's a wish. You're hoping. Them slot machines are designed to take more money than they will ever give out. Or casinos wouldn't be around. Everything in there is designed to take more money than it'll ever give out. If, if it wasn't, business owners would be in casinos all day. But they're not. Business owners own casinos. Because people who don't have a method of making money and they want to gamble, they don't have a surefire investment in front of them, but rather gamble. They don't have an opportunity sometimes or they just like it. It's fun and games. I'm not knocking it. But you have to provide an investment for your client. And if you can't do that for free, if you can't say you give me nothing and I'm going to give you something properly or convince the client to do that, this is what I want you to do. Where my song at? They ask you how you are. You just I don't got to say it. that you're fine when you're not really fine. Not that. Not just... that one. I don't got my song. What's my song? Yeah, that's it right there. Yeah. I want you to go on Craigslist. I want you to write up something really nice. Write up something real cute about your camera. Something that you like. Something that people want to hear. I want you to take some really pretty pictures of your gear. Post it for sale. Because you're not going to make it. And I just want to be real with you. You have to work on this part. That's the most important tool in your bag. That's why gear will never sell, save you. You can walk up with your camera all day long and be like, look at this. I got a red. They're going to be like, what? How does that help me? It don't. So you want to make sure that you are investing in this. You're making tweaks. You are okay with failing. It's not failing is not a bad thing. Fail forward. Understand why you're not successful and fix it. Don't keep jumping in relationships and, you know, your girlfriend beating you up. Don't keep jumping in those relationships. You're getting beat up. Why am I keep picking these girlfriends and beating me up? You, you, keep getting, you keep getting punched. 
First, you need to learn how to duck. Then you need to learn how to get out of there. Then you need to learn how to not choose people that's going to beat you up. Your clients, you're absolutely right, Alex. I never talk to clients about cameras. Your clients don't care about your camera. They don't. They care about what you can provide them. And if you understand their industry and you understand how to create content that provides a cinematic solution, you're now valuable, buddy. You are valuable. Think about, let's think about a product like Gatorade, right? Who is it valuable to? Your mama don't care about Gatorade. She don't care about it. She don't. I mean, your mamas care about Gatorade. Last time you seen your mama pop open a Gatorade. I've seen younger dudes play video games and feel like, I need a Gatorade. What? They have a target audience. They have people that's, that's willing to pay more for Gatorade then your mama and them, your mama and them don't care. But to a, a, a somebody that plays sports, somebody that's younger, they care about Gatorade, right? They, it, it, it's, it's important to them. It's more valuable to them. Your mama don't care about Gatorade. It's not for her. A lot of y'all are trying to give away Gatorade to, to old people. You should be understanding who likes what you have to offer living in their world, understanding their world, then offering a service or product to them because they're going to pay top dollar for it. That's all the niche is, is knowing what I love to do and understanding who can benefit from it. Now, let me go talk to those people and, and develop a relationship with a beta client to help me polish this product, help me understand what my pricing should be, how fast my delivery should be. Right. Help me understand that. Now, in the beginning and when you first start, you're going to have one niche, no more than three. Why, Ty? Why? I can t- I know a lot about three other things, because if you're starting off, unless you got the money to market to three other things. You're not going to you're not going to have success. Right. My my niche, good question, pop up my niche. I got three niches, corporate event photography. Corporate event highlight video. Those are two things. Those are my the two main niches. So we're doing corporate event photography, corporate event highlight video, and corporate event video. So big difference on the three. Now, if you go to my website, you're going to be like, Ty, I see a lot of things that you do. I'm glad you said that. I'm glad you said that, Ty. Let me break it down for you because a lot of people don't understand because they've never taken the course. They don't understand how it works. So let's go into it a little bit. You have three niches to go after three different clients so that you're valuable to those three clients. Once you develop that relationship to those three clients, open your catalog to them. Tell them we do more so that whatever those clients need, you can do from headshots to group shots to product, whatever, whatever else you know how to do. Once you get those three clients, open that catalog up to them. So, Ty, if I do everything, why are you telling me to go after three clients? Brilliant. Great question you asked again. Because when it comes to marketing, you have to have a target audience. If you market to everybody, you're going to get nothing. If you put out a movie with no genre, nobody's going to go see it. But if you say this is a horror movie, my horror fans like, let's go. This is a romantic comedy. My romantic comedy people are going to say, let's go. You have to market to a target audience. So you have to build your brand around that target audience. 
You can't say it's the notebook. Well, you probably could use the the, the notebook and do a horror movie because you can, you know, you can't say love and, you know, whatever, 50 first dates. And it's a horror movie unless it's 50 bad first dates. You get what I'm saying? You have to brand yourself around your niche. Now, what a lot of you guys don't see when you go to my website is you don't see the landing pages we've created to market to those niches. You don't see that because it's not on display for you. It's on display when you click on some of our advertising to go to a landing page that only says we do corporate photography. You've been searching for corporate event photography. We are the company to do it. Here's all the proof, facts, and information. You need to make a decision. That's what you don't see in the public because I don't have those pages publicly available. But whenever you search for us and you click on any paid advertising, it's going to take you to a landing page, which is different than my actual home page. At some point, you'll get there. At some point, you'll get there. But to start off, Go after that niche. Let that money come in and then you can spread it around and invest in yourself. In the meantime, I'm teaching you how to get going with what you got in your pocket. I'm teaching you how to do level one, two and three so that I can get you to level 10. Um, can you have a main year round niche or one that's seasonal? Yes and no. Yes and no. There are some seasonal niches. If you do. Um, if you do, um, senior portraits, things like weddings, weddings is seasonal. You can either make enough money in the seasons where you can relax the rest of the year, or you can have a dual niche or three niches that cover all three. These are things that you got to be mindful of. Let me tell you, if you go into idea, like if you go into dentist, right, you may think dentists are year round. No, but old dentists are seasonal, but they're seasonals. I don't know what. Because they have times of year, like especially like ortho. I'll give you an example. Ortho, which is braces and things like that. Their booming times is the summer because kids get more braces than anybody and they're out of school. So do they work throughout the year? Yes. But if you're working in ortho, you know, April through June, they're ramping up marketing like crazy. Because come June 1st, where kids are out of school, they can load their calendar with braces, with braces appointments all day long. During the school year, they're not really open. You don't see a lot of dentists open till nine, 10 o'clock, maybe six. So they got between three thirty and six to get a few kids in to do to do braces. Adults are starting to get more braces now. So that's changing a little bit. But still, kids is a big part of the braces community. It's obvious. So they have seasons. Most businesses have some sort of seasons. If they don't completely go away, they'll they'll have a dip in sales. And when you talk to that beta client, you'll know. So if my beta client is telling me, hey, all dog groomers, and this is just some hypothetical made up stuff I'm gonna make up for you. All dog groomers get a lot of people to hit them up before Christmas because they're taking pictures. If I know this, Guess what? The the four months before Christmas, I'm marketing like crazy as a dog grooming photographer or a dog grooming videographer to say, hey, your season's coming up. Let's create content to help us to help you bring more business in the door. Simply be by having that relationship with a beta client. I understand where their seasons are and I can help them prepare for those seasons. 
Very simple. Those are things that you can't guess if you don't have that relationship. If you've never been a dog groomer, you got to develop that relationship and ask them those those questions so that you can better prepare for it. And I, and I promise you what one dog groomer go through, they all go through, especially in that location. Now, these are going to be different for culture, state, country. That's why I say don't don't listen to exactly what I say. I'm not here to, t- to teach you what to think, but how to think about it so that you can apply it to what you're doing wherever you are. Theory is more important than me just telling you do X, Y and Z. That's what my goal has always been to teach you how to think and not what to think. You asking a beta client about seasons is something you can put in your back pocket that will bring you more business. Instead of me telling you, shoot everybody video in January instead of no, it don't work for what you're trying to do. Those are things that you have to think about. That's why here at Flash Home Academy, and I don't know too many other places that's telling you to go get a beta client. Let them don't don't go and chase all these gurus and read all these a bunch of motivational books and all of that. Get a beta client. Let them tell you what they need. They will tell you. They will lay it out. They'll tell you how much they got to spend on on media, on marketing. So you don't got to guess what's your budget. You don't got to ask what's your budget. I know I've worked with three dog groomers. They typically have. And I'm making this up to give you an example. They typically have 30,000 a year to spend on marketing. That was three different dogs. So I know if I tell you we can create all of your content and the subscription equals 25,000 throughout that year. I know you got it. I know I'm maximizing the budget. I don't have to guess. I don't have to wish. I don't have to pry and ask you how much money did you come to? Did you bring with you to spend with me today? I don't have to ask you what's your budget. That's old school. By getting that information, I don't have to go and pry and make you feel uncomfortable, make you take two steps back from trusting me to ask you about a budget when my experience tells me what your budget is. And even if your budget is lower than that, I can always present the fact that this is what other dog groomers are spending on marketing per year. The guy you chasing to be as successful as he is, he's spending 30000 a year. You only have 12 dedicated to it. You may want to increase that to compete with him. Now I have that information. I'm that much more valuable than the, other than the next guy who's just showing up saying, I want to shoot your video. I got a good idea. I'm going to make a video for you that got dogs jumping in slow motion. How does that help the client? It don't. It's your artistic, creative side speaking. And we ain't talking to him right now. We're talking to the business side. That's what you need to do to be valuable to your client. You want to be valuable to them. To be valuable to them, you need to understand what's valuable to them. I posted something that talked about the value of a uh, of bottled water. It, it, the price go up on a hot day. Bottled water is super cheap on a cold day. On a hot day, the value of water go up. Depending on where you're selling it at, I just left a casino where a bottle of water was six fifty a bottle. Depending on where you're selling it at, the value changes. The same happens to your ability to create content and the type of content you create. So I'm teaching you how to understand and speak to people and learn where your value is so that you can go there and get what you want per shoot. 
You don't want to make $200 a shoot? Go to somebody that value what you're doing way more than that. And then you'll make $20,000 a shoot. But a lot of people aren't putting themselves in an area where they're valued. They're just trying to catch anything. And doing that, you're going to burn out. You're going to feel like business is BS. You're going to feel like it's them and not you. Oh, they're not spending no money. I bet they're not. You, you in Alaska selling ice. I bet they're not spending money. Go to Texas with a block of ice and watch how fast it moves and watch how much it go for. You're standing, you're standing in the North Pole selling ice cubes. And you think it's oversaturated. You think people don't want to spend money with you. You're, no, you're not in a place where you're valued because you don't understand how business works. You think just because you got it, somebody's supposed to buy it. It don't work like that. You're supposed to create this dope art and it's supposed to just fly off shelves. It don't work like that. Every product you've bought has went through years of research and development. Everything. And, and companies are okay with failing. Don't believe me? Why do you think it's a new iPhone every year? Why do you think there's new software versions? Because they put something out that failed and they improve on that failure. You need to come out with company 2.0. You need to come out with, hey, this is video intro 3.5. You need to think like that. You need to put out different versions of yourself, of your product, of your pitch. You need to come out with updated versions. You can't sell version 1.0 for three years. It don't work like that. You will be just like MySpace was. Gone. You have to come out with different versions of everything you offer. Just like you don't want the same camera for four years. You you want to jump to the from the A7 II to the A7 III. You're waiting for the A7 IV. Your client don't want that 1983 sales pitch you got from when your daddy used to work at Circuit City. And, and service merchandise and Woolworth and all these stores that ain't around no more. That all these photographers are teaching you how to sell pictures like JCPenney and, and Walmart and all these places that don't sell pictures no more. They're selling you all these old tactics. Go and build your portfolio and go in there and shoot, shoot all these images and build that portfolio. Then take that book and put it. Get out of here with that, fam. That don't work. Unless you got somebody that's 60 years old running a business, you better get with the times. It's about being valuable and understanding who your target audience is and being valuable to them. If that wasn't true, Facebook wouldn't be around because all they sell is data. The biggest companies, data is the new oil. All the, all the data companies are worth billions and trillions. It's oil and data. One is going away, one is getting bigger. Data, data, data. That's why if you sneeze at a Jeep Wrangler and go on Facebook, it's nothing but Jeep Wrangler stuff. Every, whatever you think about, you go somewhere and it's, you're getting blasted with content from that, whatever that was, because that data is important because they understand how valuable you are as a client. You're valuable if you care about Jeep Wranglers. You, you look at two Jeep Wranglers on AutoTrader. Now, everybody that's selling a Jeep Wrangler, you are valuable to them. Oh, man, they want to push all the Jeep Wranglers in your face. Think about that. Data is important. With beta clients, I'm teaching you how to gather that data so that you can offer what they need and not what you want. Because their needs are worth a whole lot more money than what you want them to buy. Keep that in mind.
Um, let's see. Been working in the fitness industry on a private network base. People want to work with just me. How can I scale that by going to something like um, video, something like a website based, um, a website based uh, fitness plan, right? Scale it with video, scale it with content instead of being there in person. Scale it with online classes. Uh, scale it, scale it using, uh, using content. That's the way to scale it. I used to teach a photography course. How did I scale it? I created videos. I created online courses. That way I don't have to stop and teach one person at a time. And everybody's getting consistent content. You may have bad days. I've had bad days as an instructor where I'm like, look, y'all, I ain't feeling, I ain't feeling the best. We're going to skip paragraph two and six. And go right into X, Y, and Z. With content that I've created, everybody gets everybody gets what they pay for. Everybody gets, you know, 100% of me, the best version of me, 100% of the time. So you want to make sure that you 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 look into content. Yeah, I would film film the trainings. And then maybe provide certain trainings based on certain people. Subscription membership. Is a good way to do it. Speaking of that, let's let's talk about our sponsor for the day. Why wow, we haven't did this in a while. I try to not to bombard y'all with a bunch of stuff, but we're gonna we're gonna roll this. Let's do it. Pause for a second. I know you're in the middle of something dope, but I wanted to make sure I tell you about a course over at Flash Film Academy that changed the game for me. It literally took my business from attracting mostly low-end clients to consistently landing and closing bigger clients with bigger budgets. It's called the five key steps for creating an effective portfolio that converts. If you're a photographer, videographer, editor, colorist, or graphic designer, it's very simple. This course teaches you how to take what your brand does well and present those things in a way that help the clients understand how your brand can solve their problems. When clients are trying to make a decision on why or even if they should work with you, blasting them with your best video clips set to music won't cut it anymore. It doesn't set you apart, show value, or help buyers in the process of making a decision. This course teaches you how to create a commercial for your brand, providing a first impression that will help 10x your ability to land quality clients. Remember, if you can't effectively tell your story, Clients won't hire you to effectively tell their story. Go to flashfilmacademy.com today to get started. Use promo code POD5, that's P-O-D-5, to save 15% off this course. Those sponsors are perfect for like a drink break. If I need to get a drink, that's what I use that for mostly. I think I just want to run ads. I really sometimes might be running to the bathroom or doing all kind of stuff. Anyway, um, let's talk about a few things. A few questions popped up that I really like. I try to uncover the pain points of my client, but but uh, he keeps saying he's doing okay. Don't need any videos at the moment. Should I just find another beta client in the same niche? Absolutely. Listen, the pain point you need to uncover um, that he's telling you is do he value content, right? You can't provide a solution to somebody that don't value what you offer. You need to make sure he values content. He may not. He may live in a world where he don't understand that his competition, social media is popping right now. Like he don't get that. And that's cool. That's on him. Post that up. I got you. That's on him. That's not on you. And listen, nothing, nothing of value needs to be pushed down somebody's throat. 
Nothing of value needs to be pushed down somebody's throat. If you explain it well, you have to do a good job at disqualifying people because your time is valuable, right? You're, you got valuable time. You don't want to spend it begging and pleading. There's a thousand people that, that need what you have to offer. Go see them. Disqualify them. Peace. I'm out. Keep them in your loop as far as marketing, email and things like that. The timing is not right. That's listen. That is why data is so important. For two reasons. Data tells me that a client is ready to buy right now. You've been looking for Jeep Wranglers all day. So you ready. You done filled out an application. You're doing two or three things. You ready to buy a Jeep Wrangler. We're going to show you Jeep Wranglers all day. That's that's why data is important. Remember, remember, remember I told you the most valuable marketing um, years ago used to be yellow pages. Why? Because yellow, you don't you only go through a yellow page um, you know, a yellow page is when you needed something. Now you never just casually browsed. Oh, okay. Um, you if you pulled up the yellow pages, if you went through that big yellow book, you needed something today. My pipe is burst. My my washing machine is broke. I need a tow truck. Something. You needed it now. That urgency is so important when it comes to being in the right place. Oh, and there's a delivery. Uh, being in the right place. So you want to make sure that you disqualify clients that that are not ready. It's okay. Girls tell you no all the time. They dish you all the time. You can be you can you can look at this woman and be like, in my mind, this is my wife. I'm gonna do everything I can for her. And she can be like, uh uh-uh. uh, you too, whatever, and you ain't without okay. Peace. I'm not gonna convince you. You I don't wanna I don't even wanna be in that situation where I'm begging and pleading. For somebody to value me, I know what I bring to the table. So as a business, go be around people that value what you offer. Disqualify people. You can't say I'm valuable and you ain't got the balls to walk away from somebody. That don't work. You can't say that. There's no way to say I'm valuable. I know what I bring. I'm all that in a bag of chips and you getting drugged. Stuff of value don't even touch the dirt. If it's valuable, it ain't even, it's never going to touch the ground. You ever heard the old saying the women use, don't put your purse on the ground, it's bad luck. It's a value. Don't Things that's valuable don't touch dirt. Nope. You're keeping it out of the dirt. It's not getting drugged. So you got to tell, you got to disqualify people. And think about your time. My time is valuable, bro. What I'm offering is, I mean, and also think of, you know, you may not be digging deep enough as far as pain points for him. So it's usually, okay, thank you. Peace. Let me learn what I didn't do right in that situation, how I can be better at it. And let me go to the next. It's a million of them. Once you develop it, I promise you. And this is what's crazy. This is what you're going to love, right? This is what I love about what I do. Once you develop that product that hit on those pain points and you go back and sit it in front of them, listen up. <clears throat> That's what I want you to do. I want you to tax their ass. Because they had an opportunity to get in at the ground level. When you go back and sit what's valuable in front of them and they want it, I want you to make a little extra. You deserve it. Because they had an opportunity to be a part of the process. All them, all them ladies and guys know you all had that one person that you liked and was crazy about in high school. They run up on you three years later and, hey, how you doing? You're like, you about to work. You about to hit these hurdles, fam. Because I was on your head. 
and you ain't want to have nothing to do with me. That's just a way for you to better understand. I'm just relating it. I don't, I don't, you know, I don't do that, but you're going to work. And it is what it is. All right. A few other questions real quick before we dip. Um, Consumers are beta testers, whatever transition communication with other businesses. Absolutely. And this is what you got to think about. You want to take advice from people who do business with you, right? Everybody got opinions. I don't care about your opinions. If you're not buying, listen, there's plenty of people, and I'm just going to be 100 with you. There's plenty of people that say, oh, your course is this, your course is that. We should have, they go look and they read it and be like, it's not, I don't care about what you're talking about. The people who bought it, if they say something, I'm, I'm on it. Because a lot of stuff that people who haven't bought it, what they don't know is just like you came here to learn about a niche and you learn 10 other things. The courses are like that times 50. So the people who took it, I'm listening to them. The people who talking about it. Okay. Anyway, gold members, let me tell you about it. It is what it is. Um, Let's see. Started to freelance three months ago and offer photography, videography, and graphic design services. Would you suggest I narrow my services or narrow to a certain niche? Okay, there's a lot of things wrong with that. One, are you freelancing or are you running a business? If you're freelancing, you can do everything and whoever hire you just hire you based off your resume. If you're running a business, you need to look at one thing. And it ain't just about the graphics or video or photography. You got to think about the niche that you're in because offering those three to the right niche may work as one package deal, right? McDonald's bake buns. They, they slice cheese and they fry burgers individually is worthless. If you say, you know, to anybody, but for those who want a burger, a sesame seed bun, a slice of cheese and some cooked seasoned meat is valuable but they understand how to take those three things they do well and get in front of the right audience. So doing different things don't matter. Putting it together and offering the right thing to the right audience at the right time matters more than everything you do. If McDonald's had an advertisement for their cheese, an advertisement for their bread, advertisement for the burger meat, nobody wouldn't care. You like what I'm gonna do with that? I don't feel like a slice of cheese today. But if you advertise a burger, which is a package, people care. And then you then you make a combo out of that and add fries and a drink. People really care. So think of it like that. Everything you do is, is just like all the ingredients that McDonald's use. Put together packages that are designed for people, right? The, the person that want a double quarter pounder don't want a salad. They're designed to hit two different people. That's why they started selling apple slices and stuff. And they started offering Gatorade instead of just Coke products. Here, I'm going to knock you out the door with these 3,000 calorie drinks. No, because the person who come in to get a salad, they're not going to turn around and get a Dr. Pepper. So by them not having a drink choice, I may deter clients from buying my salad. Just not having that choice, just that little bitty piece of it. And I'm sure they did research to have people say, you know, your salads are great, but I want something to drink. And I often have to find myself going to a different place. I don't want to go to two places to eat. I want to go to one place. Cool. We're going to offer bottled water, Powerade, lemonade, diet this, diet that. We're going to offer all of that so that when you come here for your salad or your healthy choice, you have more healthy choices. 
It's big for parents. Let me tell you why McDonald's offers salads. They don't care about your health. They care about the health conscious parent who kids are screaming for a happy meal and they don't want to go to two different places. That's why they offer salads. So to sell more happy meals, to sell more chicken nuggets. That's why they offer salads. Some people very, I mean, think about it. Why, rarely do you go to McDonald's and you think health, but it's nice to have mom or dad in the drive through with a bunch of kids in the back of a Honda Odyssey that want burgers and nuggets and I don't have to cheat on my diet and I can still have them shut up. I can feed them what they want. Some nuggets, they can shut up. I can still stay stick to my diet. So because of that, that's why McDonald's offer a health side of their menu. It's brilliant. It's smart. Because parents would have been like, shut up. I ain't getting nothing. Y'all, I'm stopping at this one place. Y'all about to get these seaweed chips and y'all going to shut up. And they back there like, what? So it's a business move. That's it. Um, a few more questions popped up. Make sure I uh, answer them. Let's see. Should you pay for a tune-up on Google Ads when you go to a new city or just tweak it yourself? Always bring in, always invest and bring in specialists if you can afford it. Because saving that $200 may cost you $2,000. Think about it like this. Listen, this is what I want you to be mindful of when you start spending money on your business, right? You want the best of the best to work on your business. Just like people, you, you want them to hire the best of the best. That's the equivalent of somebody saying, hey, should we just shoot this with our iPhone or should we hire y'all? Should we just go and rent a camera? Because we can rent a camera ourselves. Borrow lens will send to us too. Or should we hire y'all? You can't do everything yourself and everything around your business is homemade and you think you're about to attract a professional. You can't have a homemade logo, a homemade website with homemade copy. And you think you about to attract a professional. That's you got some learning to do. Uh, there's no there's no nice way to put that. I'm not saying you who asked the question, but I'm saying in general, if you if all if your business is homemade, is 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 built at your level of business, your 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 level two, three, whatever of business. If you've designed all the stuff around you. And you think you about to attract a nine or 10, a fortune 500 company. I got bad news for you. You're not going to, it ain't going to happen like that. It's not going to work. You're not about to build your car in your backyard and think you about to go race with NASCAR. It ain't happening, bro. But you need to invest in your company. You need to invest in this. You need to make sure that your company is on par with what you're going of who you're going after. You doing all this sales and jumping through hoops and begging and pleading because your company looks homemade. And you're trying to get a Fortune 500 to work with you and they don't work with homemade. They work with other companies that's on the same level as them. Period. It, the same happens in dating. You can't be a bum and go attract a doctor. It's not happening. He may play with you, but he's going to put you right back. He's not going to keep you can't be out here mad ghetto and you want class you got to be class to attract class it's levels to this your business needs that's why i teach you about growing the business and building a website and making sure you have quality real making sure you have quality copy because for you to attract this big client you want 
that's that's turning their nose, spending ten thousand to shoot. You got to look like it. You got to look like you work with nothing but that. You got to look like you on that level. You got to look like you spending ten thousand for whatever you spending ten thousand on for your business. You can't look like you a barter two hundred dollar. Please, my homeboy hooked up my my logo type company and think you about to go get $20,000 a shoot. You are why you're attracting $200 shoots or why people negotiate in price and don't want to give you what you want. They looking at you like you asking for a lot and you ain't bringing it. Think about it. If you got to take your car to the shop and somebody like, yeah, pull it up on the side of the house. I'm going to put it up on these jack stands and we're going to get under here and see what's up. It's going to be $2,000. I don't give a damn what you fixing. I'm not paying you $2,000 for nothing on the side of your house. It ain't happening, chief. I don't care if you you promise me a new car and it's on the side of your house. But if you go into a facility that's well lit, where it's 20 different people in uniform, they got 10 different bays with cars lifted. I see a Lamborghini over here. I see a Cadillac truck over here. I see all the computers and they diagnosis and all everything's happening in this well lit, nice facility that I can eat off the floor and it's a car shop. I'm it's two thousand. Oh, I, I feel like it's gonna get done right. Here, it's the same analogy of when you go to restaurants and you go to a restaurant with nothing on. It's an Italian restaurant and I don't see an Italian flag. I don't see no vinegar. I don't see no wine. No pictures of no bread. This, this place, I don't think this food going to be good. Y'all want how much for some spaghetti? I don't see a meatball on the wall at all. I don't know what you're talking about. You have to invest in the company. You have to look the part. And you can't do it cutting corners. You can't do it cutting corners. You're not going to make it. A few other questions and we out. Um, Let's see. It's about how you think, guys. It's about how you think. A lot of great conversations going on in the uh, in the uh, comments. Make sure you post these on the community. And also, we're going to do a Q&A very soon. Submit all of your, your, your demo reels, your website. Submit it there so that we can do, um, you know, we can do a, a live where we just talk about that. Um, it just sucks because my beta client is one of the big dogs in the niece. So they have lots of customers and revenue. Uh, so they're they're doing good in their eyes. Okay, cool. Help another company beat them. They'll be back. Help another company beat them. You want the girls to, to dance with you at the dance, young folks? Listen, you want, the, you want the cute girls to dance with you at the dance? Pick the most busted and disgusted girl and dance with her on that dance floor and just bust a sweat. Make other people jealous. <laughs> uh, what's the best way to ask a potential beta client why they said no? Asking them in person while you're there in their business or emailing them with a questionnaire later. Okay, either or works. But what you need to understand is this. Don't approach them like, why are you not buying from me? Like, don't approach them with the idea to overcome that objection. Because people can get defensive and tell you some BS. You know, my cousin, do it. we're going to go there. Or, you know, I need to go speak to. I really just said no because I got to speak to my partner. Don't don't approach them with that. Say, hey, I appreciate your time. I appreciate you even taking the time to speak with me today. 
But my goal is to go and continue this with another client or grow this and grow this business. Can you please help me understand what are some things that may have made you say no or may have you know caused you to backpedal or not do business with us? Again, I'm not here to sell you. I'm not here to push you over it, but I'm trying to learn how to be better at this. Just be honest with me. You can't hurt my feelings. Tell them you can't hurt my feelings. Tell them to be honest. They'll tell you. They'll tell you. Fellas, you, you know, sit at the edge of that bed and say, baby, what did I do wrong? Well, first of all, you ain't, that's how you get better. You got to take constructive criticism if you want to grow. Growth don't come out of doing of winning. It come out of losing. Growth comes from losing. Lose, lose a lot. Learn a lot. Tweak it. Get more consistent at winning. Remember, when you go into business, it's not about closing just big clients. I don't want you to set your goals on how much money you're going to make. Who cares? Set your goals on your ability to close clients. Period. Go from five clients a week to 10 clients a week to 20 clients a week. That should be your goal. Not getting crazy money. Because once you get in the habit of understanding, you know, your business and how to close client, we can scale that price. That's the easy part. Offering more value is easy. Getting you in the mindset of understanding how to appeal to a client, how to solve their problems, how to find their problems, then solve their problems is more important than you. Because you can get lucky. I didn't got lucky and got a $10,000 client. And then I'm freaking out because I can't get another one. And I don't understand why I'm blowing that $10,000 of profit trying to go after more clients. And I didn't understand why they picked me so I can look at that and provide more of that. And I'm going to tell you, I tell you all the time. I I closed a big client because of my website once. They were like, we just liked your website. They, and they told me, your demo reel was in, but your website is what, what, what made us choose you. So I went back and changed my demo reel. I went back and started making sure my website was better. And then I started getting bigger clients more consistently because I understood what they were looking for on their level compared to the $200 guys I was I was standing next to compared to people who had my pockets at the time. So it's important that you look at what they listen. If you go talk to your a rich friend or somebody that's rich, what they value is different than what you've, it don't, it don't mean it's more expensive. They may value a book collection over a DVD collection. That's not more expensive. That's just different. You may be showing off the fact that you got 20,000 movies on DVD. They're like, yeah, Somebody else can have a bookshelf and I got all these great books that may be more valuable to them. It's not about money. It's about value. And until you understand what they value, you can't offer them. You've been to got this person a DVD for their birthday and they're like, oh, another DVD. I've been to got them a book. I, I'll give them a book for their birthday. And they're like, wow, this is important. I love this. Blah, 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 blah. You know what I'm saying? So those are things you got to think about. Those are things and put that on the screen. Those are things you got to think about. Because what you value and the mind will trick you into thinking, you know, better. You don't stop thinking. The last thing I want you to think is, you know, you don't know. Go into the world saying, I don't know. I would love to find out. I don't know. I would love to learn. But the mind tricks you into thinking, you know, you know, you know how your car work. Everybody here think they know how they car work. They don't know. They don't know about cylinders. They don't know about heads. They don't know about pistons. They don't know about injectors. None of that. They don't know. They just know when it's broke. 
You don't know how business works. Just because you've been a consumer and you've eaten apple pie don't mean you know how to make it. There's no way to bite into an apple pie and determine what temperature that oven was on. It's impossible. You have to learn how to make an apple pie to even understand what's wrong with the apple pie you got. It needs more cinnamon. It needs more nutmeg. It needs more vanilla, whatever. You need to learn how to make it to understand what's wrong with it. So that's why I tell you to get with a beta client and learn their business as much as possible. A few more and we're going to wrap. I know I'm behind, but I'm getting some really good questions. Um, on a, on a testing period, working with a n- new company, I agree on the first and low payment for reasons. Now they value my performance in a, a lot. Okay, so I used to do that. I don't do trial. I call them like trial memberships. Like, hey, try this for a low price and let me earn it. I don't. That is, I'm, I'm going to be, I'm just going to punch you in your throat with it. I'm going to be real with you. That means you're not providing enough proof initially to have clients trust you. You got to go through that. That means you're not giving off enough good information. Your website is not, is not good enough. It's not providing the client with enough testimonials, enough uh, proof to show this is what we do. And this is how we do it. So you got to up that demo reel. You got to show behind the scenes before and after you got to up that website so that you don't have to do that because it seems like a great idea, but one, you can't bat a hundred percent doing that. And Doing that, you need to bat 100% because it costs you something. I don't, wanna, I don't want a client to cost me anything. But my, my, a quick conversation, proposal, a phone call. I don't like, because that's not, it's taken away from my bottom line. I don't want it to cost me to shoot something and somebody like, nah, we good. Now you're invested a thousand fifteen hundred dollars into a shoot to have people show up gear all of that stuff you're investing in that and they're saying no so you just lost two thousand dollars so what the next client got to eat that because you can't just say well that didn't work out that's not business that cost got to go somewhere you're going to spread that out with your next two shoots because you get four of those in a month you in a whole four five thousand dollars and you may have two shoots to make six did you really make six thousand or did you only make two thousand but it feel like six. That's not being good at business. I'm, I, I stay away from that. If clients need me to shoot something, I have not provided enough information. So that's something I want to make sure that is you're mindful of taking that route. That's why I never suggest that. Um, how to get away from creating from influencers and start booking more products and brands by building a company that appeal to more products and brand companies instead of influencers. Influencers are easy. They're easy to go after. All you got to do is show them, show you editing something that looks like it's for YouTube and you got them. Businesses are more direct. Um, I'm trying to find a way to offer my services to build my portfolio without saying the word free and devaluing myself. You need a beta client. We got a whole course on that. You need a beta client. It ain't free. It's, it's understanding what they need and building your portfolio around their pain points, not around what you want to show. Listen, your portfolio, we got a whole course designed to, about that too. Your portfolio needs to be a throat punch. Uh, it needs to be throat punch stew. It needs to be punching them in the face, which is what they their pain points. You can't do that for everybody. You can only do it for your target audience. Period. 
McDonald's can only show a commercial that appeals to cheeseburger lovers. They can't go from cheeseburger to seafood in the same commercial. It'll be weird. Now, they can probably show a fish sandwich, but they're after sandwich lovers, cheeseburger lovers. They, they may be able to mix that in, but you have to build it. You can't just, you know, build a ship, you know, this big old warship, and you decide I want to go on land. It don't work like that. You have to build something for your for your target audience, your situation. It takes time. Um, a few more questions that pop up. Okay, we got somebody trying to offer webcams for hot girls. Shout out to you, fam, because you're about to get blocked. Let me tell you, let me say this also. Um, if you ever see something that pop up on your comments that says text, that's not me. That's never me. I'll never say text me a number. It's a lot of fake spam- spammers and scammers that saying text this and text that. Um, you'll never hear that from me. So give me a second. Let me make sure this is, let me make sure I go on here and block these people. When you when you blow up, when stuff start moving, you're gonna have scammers. It's just it's just a part of the business. Like, don't get mad at it. Um just, you know, realize that more money, more problems. There we go. They out of here. They out of here, Jack. So it, it it just comes with the territory. Haters is a good thing because it's telling you you're doing the right thing. It's telling you you're going, uh you you're going in the right direction. You're going to have scammers. For hot girls, it's a hot girls and boys video chat. Wow. Okay. That's, they, they, they going after both sides. Ain't nothing wrong with that. You got to do what you got to do. Yeah, don't don't ever be upset. If people copy you, people want to do stuff, they trolling you, that means you're doing the right thing. That means you're giving, you're giving away something so valuable that they're trying to attach themselves to it, to be seen. They don't attach themselves to trash. They attach themselves to something that's valuable. Right. That's why you don't see bench uh, bench warmers getting shoe deals. You don't see nobody that's fifth and sixth on the, your third string quarterback ain't got a shoe deal. The starter do. They want to attach themselves to something. You start getting hate. Your name start coming up. That's why. I take that as an insult because you already chatting with a hot guy here. You know what I'm saying? What you need to chat with more. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so. You said, <laughs> hey, we may need to do that. We may need to do that. The gold members be going ham. They be they be jumping people in the comments. I'd be like, chill, bro. My gold members be like, you want to see a dead body? Like, go to this video and look in that comment. I'd be like, bro, he had enough. Like, throw in the towel. Uh, you know, Mr. B said, I thought it was an after. There is an after hour chat. Gold member after hour. That's how we do it. Definitely, definitely. With that being said, we about to get ready to wrap. We got to wrap. Um, Thursday, we're going to go live at 7 p.m. We're going to do after hours gold members. Put that on there. All my gold members can jump on. And listen, my gold members know how we get down after hours. There's certain stuff I can't say on YouTube because I fully respect YouTube and their terms and conditions and all of that. That's why I created my own platform where I can say what I want to say, how I want to say it. And, and that's what we do. Um, so keep that in mind. Keep that in mind with the gold member section and the community. Um, where we post a lot and ask a lot. Also, if you're a gold member or a part of the community, don't forget, we got a meet and greet coming up 2021. It's in October. If you want to be down with that, I ran into a gold member over the weekend. If you want to be down with that, that's where you go. 
We can chop it up. It ain't going to cost you nothing. It ain't one of them meet and greets. It's going to cost you $300 to get in the door. It ain't none of that. Well, let me make that clear. It ain't. I'm not doing that. We ain't, we ain't on that level yet. Um, but, you know, go ahead. Ask one last question. Paul, you got the last question of the day. And then we outie 5,000 for those who are for 30 that understand that. We outie 5,000. We out of here. Also, if you're watching, um, we got some good free courses over at Flash from Academy. We got the free course. Dang, am I? Can you see me now? Yeah, we got some free courses over at there. So I'm going to make sure I plug all that stuff. Um, real important, real important. Make sure you guys submit some stuff. I want to look at websites and point out areas and look at demo reels. That is your chance to, to, to post that and send that. And that way, not only can I look at it, but the community can give you feedback. You only grow when you're around people that's going in the same direction. I know right now in life, everybody, don't nobody care about what you're trying to do. You're going to be by yourself. It's life. That's what the community is for. It's life. Um, I'm struggling to get my niche. Let me post that Micah real quick. He said, I will say gold members are fantastic. We're not unable to answer all the questions. They come through and pick up the extra questions. Thank you, Goldies. 10100 Media, what up, what up? Um, I'm struggling to get my niche, real estate, to pay higher than the absolute minimum. How can I show value when my videos are already high quality? than the minimum videos. I'm glad you asked that question. And that is an excellent question to end the show on. I'm glad you asked that question because we about to address it. As my friends in the hood say, straight up, not even straight, but straight up. And the answer to your question is sort of a trick question. It's something that I can't answer, but I can point you to the person that can answer it. Again, what's valuable to you probably isn't valuable to them. Right. So to a real estate agent, sometimes you got to straight up ask them what would make this more valuable? Because a lot of them are saying hmm, $300 for a video for real estate when I can shoot it on my cell phone and still sell a house. Why, why would I bring you in and take a, p- a part, of my, part of my commission? Why? Are you going to help the house sell faster? Go work with some beta clients. Create content that help them sell houses faster than they normally sell it on average. So you can go to your new business and say this costs so much because on average, we help houses sell 50 percent faster than they normally sell by creating this content. And here's the stats to prove it. Now it's valuable. So you can let this house sit on the market for another 30 days. It's going to cost you five thousand dollars. Or you can pay me twenty five hundred. And we can sell it 30 days faster or we can create content designed to help it sell faster, designed to help you get a higher bid. Hey, the content we create helps houses get higher bids because we show them in a different light. We make them look luxurious. We make them look better so that they bring in more bids. Those more bids can take your selling price up two, three, ten percent. Here's the data to prove it. That's why we're so expensive. Right? Same reason Verizon is more than Sprint. We have a better network. They do all these. Such and such did a study and are we drop less calls. Here's our data to prove that our network is better. Why you should spend more. You don't have that. You're just saying gamble with me and not invest in me. Gamble with me. 
You got to give them a reason to invest. Investors, when they need you to invest, they don't say we got an idea. They go to you and they come out with all this information of why businesses in this area has grown and what the what the market is going to look like in the next year. It's all about investments. It's not a gamble. It ain't, yo, man, give me $50. I'm going to give you 100 maybe. If things pop off, I'm gonna, that's a gamble. I need to look at it and it makes sense. I need proof. You're not providing enough proof. So keep that in mind. Keep that in mind. As a gold member, do you get the beta get beta client form? Nope. All of that is with the course. Because the course teaches you. See, on here I talk about beta client, and I don't spend an hour going into detail. The courses spend time going into detail about everything. Not only that, and I think a lot of people forget, they don't think about, is the order in which you should be doing stuff. If you got a logo right now, and you don't have a beta client, you're going to be pissed when you get to the course because you didn't do it right. If you got a company name and you don't got a beta client, you didn't do it right. If you got a website and you pay for copy and you pay for you, you, you pay for a design of your website and you don't got a beta client, you did it wrong. That's why you're not having success. The courses break down in what order you need to do stuff so that you're not doing it six times. So that it's making sense. And I've used this example before and I'll end on this. If you're if you learn that you're if you do research in your niche and you learn that your beta clients are all over 50 and your website, the font is this big, you're you're sabotaging yourself because some older people need bigger fonts. And if you don't know that and you spend all this money getting your web page designed and your font is a nine, even on a mobile device, it's still a 10. And you got 55 year old clients, they're not buying from you a majority of or a percentage of why you're losing leads is because they can't read your page. But you never stop to think about this because you've never worked with somebody in that industry who can tell you what's valuable to them. You when you went with a company name and a web design you liked and you are not your ideal client. So it looks good to you. And you don't understand why they're not buying from you and you blaming them when the problem is you. See how that works? It looks good to you. You don't you looking at it like I don't see what the everything I checked it and went through it eight times. It looked great, but it ain't it ain't it shouldn't be built for you. Your company name, your logo, your website, your copy, what you offer, your portfolio, your testimonials, your color scheme. The way you approach a client, the way you communicate with your clients, it ain't about what you like. It's about what your client like. The only thing you should be trying to understand or deciding on is who you want to work with so that you can build what they want. They don't relate to you. You built you've built a brand and a product that relate to other people who can build brands and products. You built a you built a demo reel that appeals to other photographers. Well, other photographers ain't gonna buy from you. They can go out and shoot it themselves. You didn't stop to think about what your target audience want. It may not be as creative and nice and polished as you think it should be, but it ain't for you. It's for them. Your company is designed to appeal to you, your mama and them, your cousins and them, people that's not gonna buy from you. Because you haven't taken the time or you don't understand. That your brand needs to appeal to your target client. That's who you should be talking to. 
That's why I say be careful when you go out here and you work with all these gurus and you got all these books trying to teach you whatever. I teach you how to get the information from the horse's mouth so that you can go back and sell it to somebody that's just like them. Hell, once you get it right, they're going to want to. If your beta clients don't want to buy from you, you ain't doing it right. Your beta clients should be begging to give you money. When you're done with it. They should be begging like everything about your brand should just. Listen, so let's talk about the way the body works and I'm going to leave. I promise you all I got to go. Let's talk about the way the body works, right? There are certain things that you are completely attracted to. And there are certain things that you are not. The smell of something dead, the smell of manure, there's certain smells that just a complete your body is like, get out of here. This ain't right. And there are certain things that you are attracted to, whatever your sexual preference is. Right. If you're a guy and you like girls and you see a girl, and you're like, oh, something about her. Companies know that. That's why sex sells. That's why they're using naked models to sell burgers. That's why, you know, music videos got a bunch of naked women in it. They understand that. Your website needs to do what a naked woman does for men who like women. Or a naked man does for men who like men or vice versa or whatever. Your website, your brand, your identity, your demo reel needs to trigger that. It needs to trigger all of those. Yes, 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 and yes. Come on over. It needs to do that for your client. It can't do it if it's designed to trigger that for you because y'all are not the same. Majority of the stuff you've built does that for you. That's why you like it. You happy about it. You proud of it. You 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 pushing people to it and they like, yeah, okay. You didn't build it for them. You built it for you. And a lot of times, like I said, we look at it, we love it, we like it, we think it's good, we don't see what the problem is. And it wasn't built for the person you're going after. And they're like, yeah, okay, seen one, I've seen them all. So you got to change that mindset. And the courses, they love me, but they hate me because I'm telling you to break it all the way back down and choose to understand this first. Now let's rebuild it to go after that. If you want to be successful. All right. That's what you got to understand in this industry. You got to change how you think. You got to change how you think. All these camera companies and all these people, they trying to get likes and subscribers. And don't get me wrong. I love it. But I'm also here to change how you think. I'm not here to teach you what to think. I'm here to teach you how to think. You got to change how you you're not going to be successful thinking like you thinking right now. It's going to take a different version of you, right? 2.0, 2.5, 3.0 version 1.0 of you. It's not going to be the million dollar version of you. The million dollar version of you is going to be version 97.3. Keep that in mind. The version that you are now, 1.0, 1. point, whatever you've been through, is not going to be the version that sells millions. It's going to be a different version. But you got you to gotta upgrade yourself. You got to upgrade your own firmware to change and grow. That means, you know, if you go look at the first iPhone and you look at the iPhone now, 
They didn't just keep adding on. They redid a lot of stuff. The, the hardware is completely different. The screen technology is completely different. The processors are come. They gutted it from the inside out. You may have to do that with how you think, how you operate, how you live to get to the version that iPhone is at now. It's just life. Appreciate the thumbs down, whoever did it. They're still stuck in version 1.0. They don't want to go to version 1.1, 1.2. So you you got to think like that. Version one ain't going to make the millions. Impossible. Just like the first Chevy ain't still. So the Model T is irrelevant today. It, 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 it's a good classic, but it can't get the job done today. They don't, look at car companies every year. New one changes. You got to be like that mentally. Not just with, a lot of y'all upgrade your gear. Don't want to upgrade your mind. You don't want to upgrade how you think about business. But you want the new latest and greatest. You went from 480p to 720p to 1080p to 4K to 2K, whatever. Your gear didn't change throughout the years, but your mentality is still stuck on JCPenney Portrait Studio sales tactics. You got to upgrade this. And a lot of people are cool with spending $1,000 on the lens that add 3% more bokeh, but choke up spending money on courses books classes all right stay on version one but your gear on version six your gear version 6.0 your brain on version 1.0 and you wonder why people ain't doing business with you it is what it is anyway y'all be safe y'all have a good day i will see y'all um thursday thursday at 7 p.m central standard time i'm gonna ask you to do one thing before i go all 125 of y'all I'm going to ask you to do two things. Actually, I'm going to you to hit that like button and I'm going to ask you to go in the comments and tell me what you learned from this video. For me to keep bringing y'all the heat, I need to know what y'all learning, what y'all like, what y'all taking away. You see, I'm asking for feedback. You see what I'm doing here? For me to be better for y'all, I need to understand what's important to y'all, what's valuable to you. Post what you've learned in the comments. It can only get better from here. If you enjoyed this, if you learned something, if you tell me what you learned, I can explain it in more detail. We can make sure you guys are getting a lot of great information so that I'm not answering the same questions every video of how to get clients. Because if you watch three or four videos, you know. But I want to make sure I'm helping everybody, the whole audience, understand how to grow this. You can get gear from other places. As soon as this video ends, I promise you, you're going to get hit with an advertisement or another video talking about the latest camera. Either that or probably a Jeep Wrangler, the way I've been talking about it. So post in the comments what you've learned, and I will see you all in the next video. All right. You've been listening to Content and Cash, a Flash Film Academy podcast. Make sure to subscribe to the YouTube channel and go to our webpage at www.flashfilmacademy.com.